welcome to 2024, friend, and welcome, of course, to the Business of Personal Brand Photography. My name is Paula Brennan. I am your host, and I am so excited to jump into this new year. I'm full of optimism. I've had plenty of like downtime enjoying the summer here in Australia, and I'm raring to go and jump into this new year. And so I thought that what we might do is start the new year right by focusing on what you perhaps can do just to kind of get things in order in terms of your own personal brand. Yes, my friend, this is all about you, this episode, and it really is about helping you to sort of start to see what can happen for yourself when you start to really focus in on your personal brand and your own kind of the way that you're perceived out there in the market. And this really, I'm going to be honest with you, has come off the back end of the giveaway that I did towards the end of the year. Now, if you're new to this podcast and you don't know, I gave away a spot in my academy. It was kind of like a little Christmas present that I was delighted to be able to give away. And as part of that giveaway, I wanted to keep the criteria for entry really easy, right? So basically there was just two things that that you needed to be able to sort of do. One was that you needed to be a working photographer for at least one year. And my kind of idea around this was that inside of Academy, it is uh, kind of like a high level of learning. So you do need to kind of already have your skills in the photography department. I don't really want to get involved in teaching that, even though, of course, I'm teaching posing and lighting for personal brand photography. I'm not really teaching the basics from the ground up. Now, the second criteria, and this is the one that was really like a big you know, big game changer for a lot of people. It was a real eye-opener for me was that I asked the entries to put up an image of themselves within the dates that the giveaway was open. So it was maybe open for about 10 days. So it just meant that everybody who entered needed to post an image of themselves onto one of their social media platforms. Okay. Very simple, very, very simple criteria for entry. Now you didn't need to tag me, although some did. And if that was you, then thank you for doing that. But it wasn't a requirement because this wasn't really about me. What my criteria was really is that I wanted photographers who want to be personal brand photographers to show me that they were ready to show up for themselves, for their clients, and of course, for their business, right? So I received hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of entries, okay? So rather than go through the list and vet each one, I decided that I would draw the winner and then I'd verify that that winner had met the criteria. So myself and Alison got together, we had the big kind of list of everybody and we devised a system where we could go up and down the list in a way that neither one of us could see names or anything like that. And then we drew the first one and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so good. I jumped onto her website. I started looking around. I started poking at this photographer's uh, website, got really excited. Like I was so delighted because I was like to Alison, I'm going, oh my God, she's like the perfect candidate. And then I checked all of her social media and nothing for the last 12 months, not a single post. So we had to move on to the next one. So we drew the second, I looked through her site and I couldn't even find the links on her website to her social media anywhere. I researched, I searched her name, but this poor woman had no presence on social media whatsoever. So then that didn't meet my criteria. So then we drew the third and now the third uh, person hadn't posted a photo of herself 
in the last 18 months on her business page and I couldn't find her on her website at all. And so on and so off, we went through the list just like this. And as I said, I was doing this with somebody because I wanted to make sure that it was all above board. So I had a witness, um, but we were both so utterly sad because so many of the gorgeous photographers who I really think could have done so well with a spot inside of my academy, just let themselves down in the most simplest way. And I had the notification that you had to do this as part of the form. I also sent out emails afterwards. Like there was, there was a whole kind of process to make sure that everybody understood. So I know that it wasn't from me of lack of communication, but I was just, I guess I was just really gutted because I, I know that what can happen with a lot of things and I'm sure with a lot of people it was like, oh, I'll get around to it. But what it really kind of like opened up for me is that a lot of people are just not physically showing up in their business. So, and a lot of these people were practicing personal brand photographers, but they just weren't showing up. They they didn't exist. They, they, they are not part of their own personal brand. And now, as I said, I, like the reason why I asked for this is because we all know that like images of ourselves when we put ourselves in our own business and when we show up, that's what gets the real engagement on social media, right? So what I was trying to do is help people to kind of get a leg up and sort of start to see that and sort of maybe start to kind of stop hiding and start coming out. And, you know, I know that when I put myself out there in my business, that's when I've, I've been able to get real growth in my business, right? And I'm sure you've probably seen this too in yourself. I guess so what I thought in today's episode, we would look at ways that you can start to cultivate your own personal brand, but without it feeling too icky as well, right? Because there is a balance, you know, you don't need to go all out there. You want to make sure that there's a little bit of a healthy balance. So I think the first thing that I would say when it comes to creating your own personal brand to cultivating it to really like, you know, making sure that you're sort of paying attention to how you're being perceived is to really, number one is just to get over yourself. Okay. <laughs> now we all get so caught up in the way we look, in the way other people will think. And I need you to know right now that this is really not about you. Okay. This is not about you at all. Now I was at a photo shoot at the end of last year with, uh, with a beautiful clients, a, a couple client, they were just absolutely gorgeous. And the, it was more about the, the male client. He was more the, the client as such, but his wife was an integral part of his story. So we did kind of like get some images with her and she actually has her own business as well. And she was saying to me, you know, at this process of working with you, Paula has realized that I really need to step out, but I feel so scared and I feel so, you know, I'm so worried about it and I feel just so self-conscious and things. And I turned around and I told her something that I have been saying to myself for years. And I also say to my, my students is for me personally, what I had to learn to do was to sort of compartmentalize my own feelings, my own insecurities, my own fears. And I had to put myself in the headspace of thinking that I'm doing this as an active service for somebody else. So by me stepping up, by me showing up in video, by me having a photograph of me online, by me sharing a story openly, honestly, and not worrying about ridicule or judgment or anything like that. 
I'm doing this in service of someone else. There is a woman on the other side of this post who needs to read this, who needs to hear this, who needs me to just show up so she can connect with me on some level so that that way she can get over herself and she can come and have a photo shoot with me. Okay. And when I say she can get over herself, it means she can get over her insecurities. She can get over her fears and I can help to do, you know, I can help her to help to stand up in her business and to be seen in her business more. I can help her to grow, right? But in order to be able to kind of like, as I said, compartmentalize that, I've had to sort of put that into that box. And so I said that to my beautiful client, and I'm going to say it here to you today as well, is this is about doing this so someone else can have an experience with you. And then if you can sort of put it into that box, you can then start to sort of rewrite the story in your head and just say, I'm in service of others. I'm doing this for that person who needs this. I'm doing this for this person who needs me to connect with her today so that she can come and have a photo shoot with me or he can connect with me and see me or, you know, whatever it is, however you need to talk to yourself. But I need you to (laughs) sort of start to separate yourself from your personal brand. And I know that sounds really weird, but you need to separate that part of yourself that's holding you back. And then that will help to open up that side of you that can just walk on in and just do this for the sake of doing it for your business. Okay. Now, the second thing I want you to have a little bit of a think about today, as you're listening to this episode is what do you want people to say about you when you're not in the room? Okay. So like, let's put this really simply because your personal brand is really all about how you're perceived, what you're known for, what you stand for, all of those kind of things. Right. And you need to understand what you want that to be. Okay. Now you do get to like decide what the best parts of your personality are to amplify, but of course there are standout things that you can't avoid about your personality as well, right? So you, you there's a certain amount of curation that can happen in this process, but there's also sort of like a certain amount of succumbing and I guess releasing and understanding that there's things about you that perhaps you've maybe tried to avoid or change or do things, you know, differently, but there's sort of comes a point where you just have to accept who you are and what you are and embrace it, right? And embrace those parts of you, you know, that that maybe sort of maybe tried to hide them or something like that. Um, for instance, I'm like super tactile and cuddly, right? I don't think I can cut off that side of myself at all. I did, you know, in the early days of my business, I did want to cultivate this like super chic, aloof kind of feeling, you know, especially when I was in my 30s. I don't know why during that decade, but when I was in my 30s, I really wanted to look super business and be super kind of like professional and sort of really kind of kept together because because I of this other side of myself that's just like kind of like wild and free and giggly and 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 as I said tactile and cuddly but I can't avoid the fact that I just want to hug everyone that I meet right so I've had to learn to embrace that side of myself and make it part of my brand and that's now part of the the brand that I put forward to my clients. Yeah, I'm, I'm very open and honest about that part of me, you know, and that's just like a top level thing. But these are all the little layers that start to make up your personal brand, right? And I, I'm sure that a lot of the language, you know, if I was to ask myself this question, like what what do I want people? What do I think people say about me when I'm not in the room? I reckon everybody would say that I'm super warm. Yeah, I think that's something that I'm definitely known for. And it's because of that part of my personality. So 
take some time and really flesh this out and start asking yourself, what do I want to be known for? Because that is like really, really an integral part of you cultivating your personal brand. Yeah. So taking parts of your personality that exist and figuring out what you want to amplify. And maybe there are parts of you that you do want to dull down or you don't really want to share and you don't want people to know about. That's totally fine. It's all up to you. You get to cultivate that that image and that brand. But as I said, try making sure that you're working with your existing personality because if you're starting to try and push against your natural forces, you're just going to end up incongruent and like totally jarring yourself, right? So the third thing I thought I would get you thinking about today is how can you start showing up more and sharing more of you? Now, I know that this is one of those things that it's easier said than done. Okay. I understand the insecurities that can come up when you think about putting up photos of yourself or videos of yourself. There's all sorts of fears around being judged. There's that horrible fear of getting it wrong. So it almost kind of like paralyzes you and keeps you, you know, still there's a fear of being sort of exposed and I'm here to say I totally get it and I totally feel you because, I mean, in my own life, I've put on over like 15 kilos in the last, you know, in the two years after the pandemic. And to be honest, the photos that everyone saw online of me for for around three years were the ones of me before that happened. Yeah, it, it was just, you know, there was that sort of layer of sort of safety with, oh, I'll, I'll get back to that version of me or whatever. And then I had a shoot midway through last year being 2023. And I had to, I actually had to say to Alison who, who captured me and is also working with me now in my business, I said, please just put them on the site because I don't want to see them. But you know what? I got the photos back and I was like, you know, I'm just so accepting of where I'm at right now. And yeah, look, look at those little chubby cheeks. It's all good. (laughs) But when I posted them, I got such lovely feedback too, right? Like that feedback actually helped me to accept where I am a little bit more than when I was hiding behind those old photos, funny enough. And again, I had to practice what I preach and remind myself that I need to post me to connect with you and connect with all my lovely clients who feel just as insecure and just as fearful of getting it wrong. Now, this does not mean that you need to go and get made up. You don't need a studio. You don't need to be all professional either. In fact, I think if you find now when you're looking through your feed that the people who are really amassing the biggest followers, the people who are getting the most engagement, the people who have the strongest brand are often the people who aren't afraid to be raw too. I'm going to get you to take Jenna Kutcher as an example. She is an amazing example of somebody who just, you know, and like I've heard Jenna speak live, she has had uh, suffered from a lot of insecurities around her body. And obviously she's had a radical kind of body transformation the last 12 months. But there was a time there where she was, you know, what can be considered a fairly normal average body by most people's standards, but by kind of like Hollywood standards or that kind of thing, she was probably maybe not considered as, as, as normal as you or I would kind of consider. And she wasn't afraid to be raw. And that rawness actually helped her to build her brand. Now, sure, there are always room and I always would recommend that you have professional images. They are necessary, but you don't need to like put off or put, book, feel like you need to book in a full shoot and don't let that hold you back from like taking action today. 
Okay. Because I think that oftentimes it's really easy for us to sort of wait for the perfect day when, you know, and, and all of those sorts of things. And it's, it's the start of a new year. It's the start of 2024. And please don't let it pass you by without showing up in your business. I can't tell you how many of those Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts that I hit where the photographer's name was literally sitting on the banner and I scrolled and I scrolled through so many beautiful images that they took, but I couldn't in a lot of cases find one single photo that helped me to get to know the person behind the lens. And I'm so sad to say this, but there were 12 entrants for my giveaway who did not do this one simple task, who missed out on that coveted spot in my academy. Think about that, like what a missed opportunity. And I don't want you to miss out on an opportunity to work with amazing clients for this same simple reason. Yeah. Now I know I talked about building your personal brand or cultivating your personal brand. These are just three simple ways that you can get started And I really hope that this has given you a little push that you might need to start showing up a little bit more and to start really working on your own personal brand because you get to decide. (laughs) This is all in your control. Obviously, you've got ways that perceive people will perceive you based on how you behave, but you really get to decide what your personal brand looks like and you get to amplify it in all the ways that you want to, okay? And remember, if you want my help with this, this is really a major focus in both my academy and also in Behind the Business, that starter course that helps you to jump into personal brand photography. And both of them are are kickstarting very soon. We're doing live training with them. So if you want to get my help and if you really want to kind of get a handle on your own personal brand, as well as build your business, your photography business, then now's the time. It's the start of the year. So make sure you don't miss this opportunity. Click the link where it says learn with Paula and you can find out more details. So my friend, I hope this has helped you to get a little bit of inspiration and maybe get you moving, moving in the right direction to showing off a little bit more for yourself in your business. And to all those people who did enter, who perhaps maybe, you know, realized now that they didn't get the the photo posted the way that they were supposed to or something like that, please, I don't, I don't want you to think that this was an, uh, an at all intended to kick you or anything like that. It wasn't that. It was just that it was a real eye-opener for me um, when I saw so many pages that had literally gone through the motions to enter and 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 just missed out on this one key aspect. Um, and as I said at the top of the episode, the reason why I did it was to help you to show up more because I know that that sort of action and me holding you accountable and me helping you to move along, that's often what we need is just that little cheer squad to keep us moving. So my friend, I am really excited about the year ahead. I've got so many good episodes in the ringer, in the, in the lineup. So um, I look forward to catching up with you next week. Uh, until next week, take care, my friend. So I'll still think about it. We can take my lamb back.